Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness, generally weekly. Uh, this is Rico, and this is show 727 for May 12th, 2019. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I'm sure there's a lot of moms that listen to, uh, I know of at least a couple uh, that listen to the podcast. The um, The subject for today's show is it's going to be kind of casual. Uh, because I am trying to cram this recording this in before um, I go see Avengers again. Uh, because Lynn has not seen it yet. She had a she's had a bad cold thing for the last couple of weeks. We were gonna go opening weekend, uh, but anyway, that didn't work out. So we're going in in about two. Well, we leave in about an hour. So I'm trying to record this before we go. But we're gonna go see that. Uh, but but the topic for today is going to be about um, mostly about like what's on streaming services these days, what I've been watching, what I want to watch uh, and and that kind of thing. Some things I've talked about before, um, maybe some new things I want to point out. To, but uh, what's on the, the Netflix, what's on the Netflix, the Hulu, uh, the Prime Video and all those places. So um because we're getting into that time of year, at least where there's not that much broadcast television's going to be on. Their most finales are coming up. I watch regular weekly TV still. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those dinosaur guys that does that. But I also try to watch things on Netflix, especially more during the summer. So that's going to be the topic. We'll talk about you know other current things going on in the world of geekdom and all that uh, and more uh, here on Treks in Sci-Fi. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the man in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. Optimus Prime. I am the Futus of War. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's drink flows from the Force, but beware of the dark side. Alright, again, welcome to today's show, folks. Uh, to start off with, um, yeah, we didn't do a show, or I didn't do a show last week, because we kind of had a later one the week before, talking about uh, Avengers Endgame and also Season 2 of Discovery. We did that Skype chat, and last weekend was kind of busy. I've um, The last few weeks for my work, uh, a couple of big projects and things going on, so work has been, work has just been really wearing me down, <laughs> honestly. It's a little bit stressful. I, I try to control my stress level, and, and I'm not someone who gets easily stressed. But I'll admit it's it's uh, it's taking its toll. 
and uh, I feel a little froggy this morning. It's pretty early on a Sunday morning here, 9-19, and uh, I've only been up about an hour maybe, but (laughs) got my shower, got ready to go to the movies. So again, I was going to record this early. I was going to record it yesterday, but I don't know. One thing led to another, and so I'm recording today. But um, So yeah, no show last week. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, let's talk about Dell for for a second. Dell computers, Dell laptops, and things. So, I just wanted to mention this. I um, I bought. Uh, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I bought my very first brand new laptop. I've never. I've always had desktop systems because I build my own computers generally, or pretty much always have, except for the iMac that I've got here. And which I enjoy. I, I like to customize computers. I, I I'm pretty pretty knowledgeable about PCs and hardware and software and all that. So I've been in that area for a long time since really home computers were around um, for the for regular uh, folks, probably before regular folks even had them. But um, so um, but I, I finally decided I wanted to get a laptop. So back it was around Christmas, a little before Christmas time, I bought a Dell laptop. And I've not used it a whole lot. I mainly got it to have my own laptop when I travel uh, for work or when I travel for fun or whatever. I, I have a work laptop, but it's pretty low level. I mean, it really, you can get on the internet, you can do email, and that's about it. it it's not um, high level by any means. I think they probably cost these guys, I think they even lease them, my work does, which is seems ridiculous because these are pretty low level. Although I did get a new one about a year ago, which is better than the previous one. But it's still pretty low end. Anyway, so I bought a Dell laptop. I looked around forever. Uh, I, I just looked around just forever. And, and what I came to the conclusion was was that it, no laptop really was exactly what I wanted. You know, they, there's a lot of, you know, things they have to sort of compromise on when you build a laptop. But I found this Dell um, XPS, um, and it's pretty nice. It's got a fairly okay graphic uh, separate graphic card in there, a 1050 or something, NVIDIA style. Um, I wanted something with a little better graphic power than than most basic laptops have. I didn't want a very high-end, though, gaming laptop, be, you know, a true full-out gaming laptop, because they, they tend to be bigger and heavier. I needed something still sort of light uh, for travel. Um, so I was trying to find something in between. Anyway, I ended up with this XPS. It's got a 4K screen, which is super cool has a great screen, great display. And um, and it's been fine. I, I was using it off and on. I took it on a couple of trips and it's um, it's been good, but I haven't used it a ton. So a couple of weeks ago, maybe about three weeks ago, I turned it on one day and it went into an immediate like update for the BIOS, uh, which is which was weird. I thought that was weird that it just was doing that by itself. But then um, I couldn't get it to boot to Windows. It was blue screening, which people who know computers know what that means. And Windows 10 blue screens a little different than old Windows did. It doesn't give you, frankly, a lot of info. I tried all kinds of stuff. Um, tried to um, re, you know, reinstall BIOS going back a step. And long story short, couldn't get it. I reinstalled Windows like two or three times, and I could kind of get Windows to start for a, for a few minutes, and then it would crash again on me. And my conclusion at that point, I, I was actually pretty surprised, but but generally when all you, you try all that stuff, it's pointing you to a hardware thing. And the most likely hardware thing that happens on computers is hard drive. 
that was my main guess that that it was a hard drive problem uh something something um and even you know even with all the things i tried i couldn't get it to to you know check that and and sometimes hard drives can be used if you isolate the bad sectors anyway I don't know why I'm really getting into all this detail today. It's getting me warmed up, getting my vocal cords warmed up to do the podcast. But um, so, so long story again, I'd only had it about five months or whatever, something like that. So it was totally under warranty. Called up Dell, spent time with, uh, and this is what I kind of wanted to get to, spent time with their, uh, you know, um, over the phone technical support, which is pretty useless, honestly. They go through their general script try this, try that. Everything that I had already tried, even though I tried to tell the person, I've already tried all these things, it's got a problem here. Um, so she sent uh, a little ticket through the email and all and all that, started a ticket, which created the, you know, RMA, which is, you know, return it to Dell for repair. So I stuck it in a box and, and sent it on its way. Now, Dell provides, you know, a shipping box. They send it to you, a shipping label and all. And I noticed when I sent it on the shipping label, it was a FedEx shipping label, and it was shipping to ground from Michigan uh, to Texas to be to be repaired. Now, ground shipping to Texas is about probably about a three-day process. So two days later, I'm already getting an email sent from Dell saying, we haven't received your system yet. And I mailed it the very next day. I got the shipping box, and I mailed it like the very next day. Um, we haven't got your system yet. And if we don't get it soon, we're going to have to cancel out this ticket and create, you'll have to create a new one. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Don't you guys, can't you tell the, and look in your shipping system and see that it, it was shipped and you gave me a ground label. So that kind of annoyed me, honestly. Um, especially since I shipped it right away. Uh, but, um, but they got it back then, then later, literally later, uh, well, it wasn't that same day. I think the shipping, um, it hadn't arrived yet came like overnight, but uh, the very next day, based on, you know, the shipping time I saw, it, it arrived there. And then I get an email saying it's arrived. And then about four days later, something like that about, uh, I got an email saying it had been repaired and it's on its way back. Or, you know, it's on its way back. I don't even think it said it had been repaired. I mean, that's an assumption. But it didn't say what they did. I tried to look online in their system to see what, what they repaired with it. And... Uh, and then they shipped it back, and a couple days later, you know, I got it here, and uh, and there's a little slip inside the box that says, repaired, hard drive replaced. <laughs> I said, I, t- I told you guys it was the hard drive. And uh, even though they, they obviously had to do it. And, 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 and really, truthfully, the whole process worked pretty good, and um, I'm pretty happy with the, the speed once they got it. The repair really wasn't that long. I, I'm pretty impressed by that. But... but but two things that, you know, like I said, out of the whole thing, that kind of bothered me, uh, or maybe two or three. The one was the stupid automated emails. I'm like, you guys are a computer company. You should be able to make your emails see these things. Maybe it would take human intervention, but they should be able to have a, a script that checks shipping and, and that, especially when they're providing the shipping label. So that was, you know, a tiny, a tiny little thing. But the, um, but the other thing about it was the... Really, a hard drive after a few months failing like that? Very surprising to me, honestly. I know things happen. I know hard drives are the most, uh, the, and I think it's a solid state drive, which, which shocks me, you know, that it's, um, that it's failed after a few months. That, that's, I've had a lot of computers, knock on wood, and, and, and over the years, and a lot of mechanical hard drives even. And I think I've had one, uh, fail on me ever or something like that. I mean, I buy good quality, 
equipment, good quality parts and things. You know, usually a Seagate or a Western Digital Drive or something. But um, so I was a little surprised, but it's been fine. I've been putting it through its paces since I've had it back, and uh, and that's my little laptop story. I I know it's you know not a, not a real sci-fi, but it's tech. We're 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 geeks and techs and use this stuff. So um, there's my uh, my tale of Dell, and I would say that they it didn't put me off Dell or anything like that. I don't know if I'd ever buy another Dell. Um, I'd probably be a long time before I buy another laptop anyway, as long as this one stays good. Uh, and, and, and a full blown computer, I'll probably still just build my own like I have been, but, um, so that's that. All right, let us, um, I think we're going to shift gears. I wanted to talk about a couple things. Uh, I don't think I, oh, I, yeah, I know what I want to talk about before we get into what's streaming and what I've been watching. Um, Game of Thrones. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but holy crap. Uh, each episode that's since it's come back, well, the first couple kind of were the setup for everything, but boy, there's uh, a lot of things going on and I, it, it's funny. I, I feel like, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it actually, but I feel like there's a bunch of people that are really kind of not. And I, and I think it's two things. I think it's some of the people who are into the books that are feeling that way, but I also feel like it's people who have built this thing up in, in their minds to some epic level, like whatever that's you know going to happen and i'm like it's not going to be it's it's hard when stuff is like that is set up and then um and then some people are unsatisfied with it uh, like for example i've been really satisfied with it so far the uh the other thing that i i think i talked about when we talked about avengers was the end game movie that i was super happy with that movie or i am super happy with it going to see it now for the third time in an, in an hour or so so uh, I, I thought it was a super satisfying conclusion, and uh, it, it's very hard to stick the landing, you know, to, to end things on, in a good way. And um, but I'm uh, I'm very happy about it. Uh, another ending that we're going to get in you know six months or so uh, is um, this uh, the Skywalker thing, Rise of the Skywalker, right, or whatever. So we're going to get an end to the whole movie series, the whole nine movies uh, that. Uh, that George Lucas started and, and others have taken over. And, uh, I mean, I, I really have a lot of faith in JJ Abrams, but there seems to be this, just this group. We've talked about it at times of, of fans that are just unsatisfied by things. I, I, I have confidence that it'll be a satisfying movie and a satisfying ending, I hope. Um, but, um, I think, uh, I think there's still going to be blowback. There always is. Right. So, uh, so yeah, some, uh, some things going on. So, uh, I'm going to take a short break. Uh, I will be back. I'm going to talk about quickly, probably be a little shorter podcast today, I think, but talk about some of the stuff on, on streaming and, and Netflix and, and other services and what I've been watching and enjoying. I'm a television junkie and the real world stumps me. I got a lot of problems. Why don't somebody solve them? Hello, I am not Jen. And I am most certainly not Angela. And you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. But you are listening to Treks and Sci-Fi with our good friend Rico Dosti. And when you're finished with... When you're finished... When you are done listening to Rico, you can head on over to the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Fangirls with the mostest. The socially functional fangirls who walk on the wild side. (laughs) We're the crazy hippies who know how to shoot a gun. (laughs) 
I do, do you? I do not, but I don't want to. Good. <laughs> but I support your right to. <laughs> this will never make it onto a promo. It might. <laughs> hey, I'm back. All right, so the first service I want to talk about, I've mentioned a couple times before, that I want to talk about is the DC Comics, DC Universe streaming app um, thing, service, whatever. This thing started last um, fall, I guess, or late summer, fall. The uh, first show that they uh, aired, first live action show, was a show about Titans. Um, the I, I, I want to call them the Teen Titans, but it's it it it's uh, it's it's a group of younger characters in the DC universe: Raven, uh, Robin, um, Starfire, and Beast Boy. They've had cartoon shows, but this is a much more adult, serious um, thing. And I, I have to point out that on the DC Universe app, that these shows, the two that I main, the two main shows I'm going to talk about, are are definitely more adult oriented. Uh, so just keep that in mind. If, you know, I know these are comic book properties and things, but uh, be aware of that. Uh, but I I've, I really enjoyed Titans. Um, this was a sort of a initial uh, meeting of all these characters, how they come together. There's, you know, story going on, you know, besides just coming together. Uh, but I, I thought they treated the, the characters really well. I, I thought the production was, was good looking. Um, I wouldn't say it's the, the most, you know, when you watch a show like Game of Thrones, you can see the money they're throwing at that show. I wouldn't say Titans is is got like you know this mega huge budget they're throwing at it, but it was, uh, it was good. I I don't I think it could be better. Uh, I hope it, you know for the next season they they throw them a little bit more money. Not that it ever really, I don't think suffered because of that, but I think there's a a few things that could help. That some more money would help. The cast is fantastic. I really like the cast a lot. The um. But the show uh, is re- is really interesting, and and I I really enjoyed watching each episode. It didn't go exactly how I expected, which is always a pleasure to see. Uh, but I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna find here on YouTube here in a second. I'm gonna play one of the uh, trailers to Titans. This is again on the DC Universe app. And by the way, um, that app and I, and I know everybody Disney Plus whatever is gonna have a Disney's gonna have a streaming service soon that's gonna show. Star Wars, you know, the new Mandalorian series and other things. Uh, everybody's got their own little streaming app. Uh, the um, I'm kind of I'm surprised that, um, you know, it's just... Well, not really surprised that we've got so many streaming apps and streaming services, but it, it is a bit much. We're going to talk about CBS All Access, too, in a couple of minutes. But uh, let me play this bit of Titans for you and give you a little bit of a taste for it. Oh, by the way, also, there may be a little bit of language in this trailer, so just be warned, okay? Are you sure it's him? We called Gotham PD. He hasn't been seen for over a year. What was that? Disappeared, they said. They thought he might be dead. Why come here? Why Detroit? The weather. Where's Batman? Hey, little birdie's alone. Hope the hell he's passing through. I'm Detective Dick Grayson. You want to talk about what happened? 
Can you help me? Mom. Rachel. That's what she calls you. There's something inside of me. Something evil. Nothing bad's gonna happen to you, don't worry. Taking care of a kid is complicated. You know that better than anyone. I know how healing it must be doing what Bruce did for you when you lost your parents. What happened between you and Bruce? Guess we had different ideas of how to do the job. We're gonna go see some old friends of mine. Ta-da! <laughs> oh my God. Rachel, I your like your hair. Cool. Call me Corey. What do you want from me? I've been looking for you. There are people out there trying to hurt you. Total badass. I feel danger. There you are, dear. What are you doing? We all must make sacrifices, child. ever go away? What? The feeling you got left behind. Yeah, so there is a, a little taste of Titans. Uh, I, I, I do uh, I do like the fact that Dick Grayson is a detective working in Detroit. I, I thought that was fun. <laughs> I was like, he says, well, why come to Detroit? The weather? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty funny stuff for people that, that live here. But yeah, it's um, that trailer, actually. It, it's been a few months since I've watched it, since it, it's you know, it ended its its run, and I've seen the whole run. But it's still, of course, on the DC Universe app, so you can watch uh, you can watch it if you sign up. Um, I actually signed up for the whole year because I had a great deal going at the time. It was right after Comic Con last summer. They were offering and advertising the service, and 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 the good thing that I, that I like about the DC Universe service so far has been they have um, they had a plan. Uh, that they had to, to, and I think CBS All Access could learn from this, although they're doing a little better now. Uh, but um, rather than just throwing Titans out there and that's it, now they had a plan to put a series right after Titans and then another one after that series and so on and so forth. Basically, a series each few, every few months, a new series would show up. Each series would run its course and then another one would come. The current one running right now that um, I think it may have finished, although I'm a few episodes... I still have like four episodes to go on it. I haven't finished this one. I did watch one just the other night, a couple nights ago. Anyway, the next one up in their lineup is called Doom Patrol. And this is kind of like the DC Universe's, uh, DC Comic Universe's misfit group a little bit. Kind of a little bit um, not, you know, really heroes. Just everyone's kind of messed up and, you know, both... (laughs) Physically, emotionally, mentally, I mean, there, there's the, the, this is not uh, this is not your classic, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman kind of a team here. Uh, and, and I, you know, I was going to kind of compare them a little bit to the X-Men a little in Marvel. Marvel is kind of uh, the X-Men are kind of the messed up ones in the Marvel universe a bit. 
uh, and, and it sort of works. It's a, it's not a bad comparison, not perfect, but um, this one again, I've I've still got a few episodes to go. This is a super. I'll, I'll warn you. This is a, a very bizarre kind of a weird series. These these characters are not easy to uh, kind of identify with, and, and that. But I, I I do like the show quite a bit. Uh, and it's really interesting. You never really quite know what you're going to get with each episode, and uh, it's got a great cast again, uh, some interesting characters, things most, even people who are heavy into comics like myself, these are not characters you're really all that super familiar with. Um, I've read some Doom Patrol, but the thing about Doom Patrol in the comics is they, it, like other team comic books they they mix up the the characters like the cast or not the cast but the characters that are in the comics uh it's a different team sometimes so when i was reading doom patrol i don't think i think one of this group that's in the tv show was in the team so there's i'm not super familiar with um the doom patrol in the series so that's good too for me at least it makes it interesting uh but let me play uh this is another trailer for um these guys are for another uh, DC Universe show called Doom Patrol. This is uh, a trailer for that. It's a couple minutes long, and I'll be back after this. This is the story of five fearless superheroes. Justice League 2020! <laughs> More TV superheroes, just what the world needs. Ugh. Do you have a photo printer in there somewhere? No. Is it your butt? I bet it's his butt. Are we really the best people to hunt a supervillain? Hell no. What's your story? A flew airplanes. Two, one, march. She's in a mood. Which one of her is in a mood? Photos suck. Shoulders in, use the light. Posture. My right side, that's my good side. Smile, no smile. Smile, smile. Are we smiling? Am I the only one who always ends up with red eye? Yeah, so that's a tricky trailer to listen to. The um, you have uh, you have Robot Man uh, played by Brendan Fraser. You have Negative Man played by uh, what's that guy's name? Matt Boomer. Um, you have Cyborg on the show. You have uh, Jane, who's this girl with multiple personalities and multiple powers, and Rita, who's this movie star um, who has a weird. Like she sort of melts into a blob shape. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's a it's a crazy show. And Alan Tudyk is kind of the villain uh, who you heard in the voiceover at the beginning of that trailer. And, and uh, you know anything he's in, I just find uh, great. I think Alan is is 
one of the most versatile guys around. I mean, his voice work that he's been doing on different things um, is, is great. And uh, yeah, so if, if, I mean, if you get the this thing, the, the nice thing, again, the DC Universe app allows you to watch, you know, you can watch Titans, you can watch Doom Patrol. And the next one on their lineup that's coming out, um, I think it's starting sometime this month. I don't know the date off the top of my head. Uh, but Swamp Thing is going to have a ser- series, although I heard they cut the number of episodes. Um, I think they're only doing 10. I think Doom Patrol was like 15 episodes or 16. Titans was a little less than that. Was it about 14, I think, something like that? That's about the number of episodes. So, um, yeah, the, this this app is, is pretty cool, and they're they're doing other series too. They've, they've done... Um, some new on on uh, some new animated stuff, Young Justice. They have comics you can see on their app and read. Uh, I, I find it's it's pretty cool and pretty worth it, especially if you're into comic book stuff from DC. Obviously, that's that will get you um you know get you something that you uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy. And uh, yeah, so that's DC Universe app. Let's talk briefly about CBS All Access. Um, I wanted to cover these less uh, known app things out there a little bit less because um, we'll get to Netflix towards the end but um, obviously CBS All Access has all um, Star Trek Discovery it has two seasons of it now so if you've never if you still have not signed up if you're a Star Trek fan listening to this podcast and you still although I have a hard time understanding if there's a Star Trek fan out there who listens to this show that has not been watching uh, uh, Discovery by this point that would be if if you're out there, you know, email me treksf at gmail.com. I'd really like to know. Are are you just holding out for? Do you just buy the Blu-rays? Are you going to hold out to when the series is over and watch it all at once in a month? Uh, I don't know, but they just finished season two of Discovery, so you got two years of two seasons of Discovery. The other show that I'm watching on there that I wanted to point out uh, is they just started the Twilight Zone show. Uh, which is really good. Uh, it, it's um, I, I've watched I think four four of them now, four or five. They're putting one out a week. I, I think there's about um, maybe about eight on there right now. I don't know how many they're doing in their first season, uh, but I, it's it's been pretty cool so far. I have to say I like it a lot. Uh, they got some top notch guest stars in these episodes. Um, Greg Kinnear was in this episode last night, and Stephen Yun from The Walking Dead. Uh, they were both in the episode that I watched last night, which was pretty fun. And uh, yeah, a new Twilight Zone is is really cool, I think. And uh, they're they're very much keeping in the the uh, sort of feel of the of the original. Although one comment that I will make about it is that even though the, the episodes haven't seemed stretched out or especially long, but they're not. Um, they they're more like hour long shows than half hour like the Twilight Zone was. The Twilight Zone, the original, did do a few uh, one hour shows, uh, but that wasn't really their norm. Most of their episodes, of course, fit in a half hour time slot, thirty minute time slot, which make them roughly you know twenty four minutes long or something like that. So so this show though on CBS All Access, this Twilight Zone has um, has longer episodes. There was this one called The Comedian, I think that's the name of the episode, um, with the guy, I can't say his, pronounce his name, um, but he's in uh, Silicon Valley, and, uh, you know, he's one of the tech guys on there. You'll know the Indian guy that's on uh, that show. Um, hey, he's Indian, that's not a racist thing to say, right? <laughs> but, um, 
uh, Kunara Neil, something like that. It, you know, he did that movie a year or two ago that was sort of based on his his uh, romantic relationship and him starting out in comedy, um, which I can't think of the name of that. I apologize. I watched it on an airplane. It was a really good movie, but um, that episode was 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 really interesting, and it was that was about an hour long one. So again, CBS All Access. If you um, if you like the shows, you should check that out. I, I they have some other ones on there that I that I've been wanting to watch, um, but I haven't gotten to. There's a couple a couple of others uh, original content shows on there. Uh, they also have other CBS shows on there, like you can watch the current things like Big Bang Theory and others. But I will warn you that they don't have like the full blown series on there. Like it's not on Netflix where you can watch any season and any any episode of. Of, of these shows that have aired so far. It's, it's a bit limited in that. Um, mostly it's just current season and, and partial partial current season. So I feel that that's a little, eh, I wish that was better. I, I, I feel like if you're paying for that, I, I wish it was a little bit more inclusive of, of their series and their previous seasons. Maybe eventually it will be. I don't know how they blend, you know, what they have on Netflix, what they have on Hulu, what they have on. I think there's some CBS stuff on Hulu. Is there? Or maybe not. I don't. I watch so much regular network that I don't tend to watch regular series on these services because I tend to watch the regular series as they air. Um, and uh, there's very little that I watch later on on, a, on streaming somewhere. One example of that, and I guess I could mention it here, is The Good Place. I uh, came to that show late. And, and it's definitely in the fantasy type of a realm, and, and, and it's worth talking about here. It's really cool show. I really like it a lot. Great cast. Uh, but um, that's one that I've had to watch on that, like Netflix and services out there like Hulu, too, because um, I didn't watch it as it was airing. I'm trying to get caught up uh, on it so that next year, I think it's probably going to come back next year, that I'll be able to watch it as it airs. So, uh, but um but that, you know, for the most part, I'm watching I'm watching things on these other streaming services that are exclusive to these services or, or haven't really aired on regular network television. Um, things like what I just mentioned about DC Universe apps, shows, and CBS All Access, they're not really airing on regular network television. So this is the way to see these things. So, all right, let me, uh, I think I'm going to take a break and then we're going to come back, shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit about Netflix what's on Netflix, what I've been watching, what I'd like to watch, and uh, and a little bit about Hulu as well. So I'll be back in a couple of moments. All right, folks, I'm back. The uh, There was actually, um, <laughs> believe it or not, there was a couple few hours delay because I... Uh, I was getting short on time, and we were going to go see Avengers Endgame, and now I'm back now. So, yeah, Lynn and I went to see it. She liked it, and we're back, or I'm back, uh, recording the rest of this podcast on what's on streaming, what I've been watching, what I'd like to watch if I had more time or maybe over the summer. So the next area we were going to get into was talking about uh, Netflix. You know, every spin around three times, click your heels, and there's a new movie or a new TV series or created for Netflix only uh, something uh, Netflix on that you haven't seen. Uh, it's amazing how much content I can I can still remember. 
uh, I can still remember back in the day where it was mostly just basically movies and I was getting DVDs in the mail, you know, like once a week and type of thing. It's, um, it's really, uh, it, it's shocking, you know, that they've developed to the service now that basically, you know, pretty much everybody uses and it's great to catch up on TV shows. I've used it to catch up on The Good Place and, uh, and also, in the last several years now, you know, the, the, the big thing to me on there, because I see a lot of movies as they come out. I see a lot of television as it comes out. So I'd probably say I mostly use Netflix to watch original Netflix content, uh, either movies or TV that, that hasn't been on, you know, any other platform or any other way to, to see it. Uh, occasionally, I guess I'll watch a movie on there that's been out in the theaters or, or something from a few years back or whatever, but, um, but mostly original stuff. Um, one of the regular things that I've been watching as it's been, as they've been playing out, although they're kind of ending now because of, uh, the whole, I, I, I guess maybe partially because of Disney plus, but there seems to be more to it are the whole Marvel, uh, Netflix series that we've had for a while now. We've had daredevil, uh, we have uh, The Punisher, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, uh, Iron Fist, and we had a Defenders, a one season of that. I think that's all of them. So I, I'm a little behind. I've, um, I'm into about maybe midway of the final season of Daredevil, uh, which has got a lot of uh, Wilson Fisk back in it. it I'm not going to spoil it. Don't worry about that. But um it's, uh, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. I, I, I think that's, uh, I think for the most part, it's probably people's generally their favorite. It's the, it's the first one that came out and I still think it's generally best, the best maybe. I, I mean, I don't know if that's just the character, uh, the cast, the storylines. I'm not sure what I, I actually really enjoy Iron Fist. I know many people don't seem to, I, I, I like the, the, uh, sort of zenny, you know, is zen's not a zenny's not a word, but zen, you know, the the whole Asian mythos and and the, the immortal iron fist and, and Danny Rand being being from, you know, just sort of a white bread American kind of guy, you know, and he he gets this uh weapon. Uh I I'm really disappointed we won't see more because where they left that one was eh, not a complete cliffhanger, but something happens in the in the in the final season that they did on Netflix of that at the end, that's, uh, well, leaves things kind of in a different place and open, but, um, but yeah, I've been watching, on uh, the, um, uh, daredevil current season or number three, I think it is. And um, then I'm going to move on to the Punisher is on there now, uh, season two. I really enjoyed season one of that. And then after that, I hear there's another season, one more season of, there's been two so far. I've heard there's one more season of Jessica Jones that's going to uh, be on there before they all go away. So, and I'm not sure if they're going to disappear at some point from Netflix completely. So it may be, you know, if, if, if these kinds of shows interest you, it might be, in, you know, a good idea to catch them uh, while they're on right now before uh, they maybe go away. I don't know what, what the plan is, but, um, and I, I don't know. Are those series available on, on like Blu-ray and DVD? I, I, I don't think they are actually. So, um, it's been the only place and way to watch them really. Right. So, and I don't think I need to play any clips for that one. Um, 
I watched another series last year. I've talked about this one before a couple times. Um, that's very different, kind of future sci-fi-ish. Uh, this is a live-action thing. It's based on a, a series of books, although I think it's mostly based on the first book. It's called Altered Carbon, set in the future. And that series, um, basically the, the, the premise of Altered Carbon in the future is that people don't really, as long as you have the means and, and money, uh, you, you people don't really die. They get transferred to either, say, a clone of their 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 body uh, a younger clone a healthy clone of their body uh, or two they can even actually swap uh, into a different body uh, and uh, it, there's a lot more to this show uh, but that's kind of one of the main parts of it and it's it's the the season that they did on Netflix is kind of a detective show kind of because the main character is kind of a detective. Uh, but again, there's a lot more to it, and there's a lot of interesting things about this idea of, of body swapping around because it, it creates uh, interesting uh, things on the show that people have to deal with, and uh, I, I really liked it. it. It has kind of, I'll have to say, is a little bit of a Blade Runner feel to it, uh, and, I, and I, um, I like that. Uh, it has that kind of a vibe a little to it. Basically, to me, it's kind of the idea of this, you know, in the future, but maybe not. I mean, I think it's supposed to be a long time in the future, but they, uh, some of this stuff, you know, medical technology, the ability to do what they're suggesting here is, I I could see someday, hundreds of years from now, this being feasible, you know, whether it's a a whole like transplant, you know, they, they, they actually, this is more along the lines of the computer where they have the ability to more or less download your whole consciousness and then, um, put that into another body. So rather than, you know, literally taking a brain out of one body and putting it in another, that sounds kind of, uh, spooky and scary. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, um, that's one that's been fun to watch on there. The other one, uh, that uh, is an animated show. They've got a new season on now that I've only watched a couple of the first episodes of that. I watched the first season, really enjoyed it. This one's something you can watch with the kids. Uh, it's called the dragon prince it's about a dragon and a dragon egg and and some some young people that go off kind of on a quest it's very fantasy sort of dungeons and dragons like a little bit uh that that's another fun show on there and i've been uh meaning to get back to watching that i have too many shows not enough time as always the uh let's see the other one i'm trying to think of uh oh i've mentioned death note before yeah that's a good one it's a it's a it's a anime, you know, uh, an Asian, uh, Japanese, uh, you know, kind of a show. It was a series of manga, manga, sorry, not manga, manga um, comics uh, that are basically Japanese comics. Uh, I've read a little bit of the comics, but I, I watched the entire series. Uh, and, and this I know you can pick up on DVD and stuff. It's not a Netflix only show. Uh, the other things, all Altered Carbon, The Dragon Prince, the Marvel shows, those are all Netflix um, series that have been, you know, just on Netflix alone. So uh, so that's um, some good stuff there. And, uh, yeah, check that out. And uh, what else? There was a couple other ones. Oh, Castlevania is another animated thing that's on there. Uh, there's there's Ultraman is, in, is on there. There is She-Ra, which I haven't gotten to still. Uh, that's one I want to watch. The, the, there's also uh, the new Sabrina show that's got, is it one long season or two seasons on there now? 
that I haven't had a chance to watch that I really want to get into over uh, over the summer. And just a ton of stuff, just just crazy, crazy ton of ton of things. There's that Traveler series that I don't know, two or three seasons of that that I watched. Um, that I watched the whole part of the first season. I think I only watched part of the first season. I got to get back to that as well. Um, but um, but yeah, just just a ton of great stuff on there. Uh, I'm gonna take another short break, I think, and then I'm gonna talk a little bit about uh, what's on Amazon Prime a little that I've been watching, and, and a little bit about Hulu too. So I'll be right back. You can support Rico's podcast at patreon.com forward slash trucks and sci-fi. Okay, Amazon Prime. Uh, th- this, uh, you know, Amazon Prime has actually started to get some pretty good stuff, some pretty new um, content for itself. They have uh, a new season of The Tick, which is sort of this goofy, comic booky. A superhero show uh, that uh, I think I'll slide in a preview trailer for that. Uh, it, it there was a show uh, that they did of the Tick back. I think it was in the nineties. Uh, was it the nineties or early two thousand somewhere? I think it was the late nineties, late nineties, and um, that was fun. Uh, Patrick Warburton was played the tip tick on that. He's not in this, although I think he's an executive producer. Uh, let me play a little bit, uh, to give you, uh, this is a sort of very over the top kind of superhero, very funny and, and tongue in cheek. So here's a little bit of the new, uh, tick series that's on, um, prime on Amazon prime video. Hello world. Is an epic tale rife with destiny, adventure, blood loss, and good against evil. Well, look at you. Impossible. You're a superhero. Good eye. I am the tick. Well, the truth. What do you bench? <laughs> no idea. Can you fly? Tick! Good grief. Destiny's on the line, Arthur. Accept the charges. Is this going to be a long call? Could I sit? Sure. How can I put this? Murder. It's just not cool. Impolite! Quite a kick. What the world needs now is us. Sweet us. No. Oh, yes. Ah, this is the good stuff. I'm breaking a little bit. Two bullets point blank and high voltage plus a three-story drop and look at you. You're as alive as a daisy. (laughs) 
Yeah, so that's a lot of fun. That shows uh, is super goofy. That that was a preview, I think, for just season one. That I, I didn't want to play anything yet from really season two. Just didn't want to spoil anything. But uh, but yeah, that's a fun little show. There's um, other stuff on there. You know, Prime uh, Prime's got a lot of uh, Amazon Prime's got a lot of cool stuff. There's another show that I've heard good things about. Um, is uh, called Comrade Detective. There's actually also another show with Jean-Claude Van Damme called Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Uh, there's a lot of older movies on there. There's also this uh, thing they did about a year or so ago came out. I thought this was going to be more than just a movie. Uh, but anyway, for Stargate fans, uh, Prime Video also has something called Stargate Origins, colon, Catherine, um, I'm not sure how much this involves the original Stargate or, or whatever, but um, there, that's on there. There's there's older like 80s, 70s films like uh, Battle Beyond the Stars, uh, Galaxina, Star Crash. Uh, they have Buckaroo Banzai, you know, lots of lots of cool old things, older things on there, older movies. Um, there's even some Star Trek stuff on there. Uh, we have Valerian, uh, which was uh, an underrated movie, in my opinion. Uh, a Philip K. Dick's Electric Dream, Space 1999. Oh, I've been trying to work my way through this Jack Ryan. It's not a sci-fi show, but um, but that's on there. There's also some uh, there's also some other movies. Uh, it just just uh, you know just tons of stuff. Oh, the and the other biggie um, that's on there is called The Expanse. If you've never watched The Expanse, th- this is a, a a huge recommendation from me. But um, but it started on the Sci-Fi Channel, and they're doing a new season of it now that will be showing up on Amazon Prime sometime, I think sometime later this year. Uh, but um, that is going to be really cool. It, this is one of the best sort of near-future sci-fi shows they've ever done. It sort of has a very Battlestar Galactica kind of feel, the new Battlestar Galactica. Uh, that one I can't recommend enough. Really, really good uh, show, and you can watch that on Amazon Prime. So a lot of people have Amazon Prime, and and maybe never really bother with the video, but uh, those are some of my recommendations. And then the last thing I was going to just briefly touch on was was Hulu. Uh, there isn't a, a lot that I've been watching on there lately, but I want to get back to it. Uh, it the uh, the one that comes to mind to, to me is uh, Future Man, which is sort of a comedy thing. Comedy, future, time travel kind of a show. That's fun. Uh, there's other stuff on there as well, uh, but um, that's the one that first came to my mind when I wanted to bring it up. And I think that should cover us for today. I, I didn't want to make this a hugely long show, uh, and I, like I said, it's kind of a casual one. Just wanted to um, talk about some of these cool things uh, that are out there on online, uh, Netflix and, and all these other streaming services that I've been talking about, CBS All Access. Uh, DC Universe. Don't don't forget about those apps. And then I think starting in, I think it starts this fall, November, um, is when uh, the Disney Plus service is going to begin, and uh, we're going to get um, we're going to get the you know new Mandalorian series on there. And of course, don't forget CBS All Access. I'm not sure when it'll begin. I don't even know. I don't think they've even started really filming it yet. But the next Star Trek thing that's going to be coming to uh, CBS All Access is the Picard series. We'll get Discovery Season 3 uh, sometime probably in about a year in 2020. Uh, but um, And that's confirmed. They are doing a Season 3, which um, is going to be a lot different than the other seasons. 
but we're going to get a Picard series even before that. So that's exciting. I, and who would have thought we'd ever get another, not only, uh, well, Picard back as, as, or Patrick Stewart back as Picard is, is cool, but who would ever thought we would get him in a new TV series? That, uh, should be pretty, pretty amazing. I, I do still hope we get some of the other actors to come back and reprise their roles. I hope it's not just him and a whole new cast, although they've announced a, a lot of new cast members, which all apparently are pretty much 30 years old or younger. <laughs> There's, it's amazing how, how uh, the, the cast that I've been hearing them announce is, is so young. Like there's no middle ground even. They're all, they're all just young, younger. And, uh, I'm not sure what that exactly means. Maybe that will vary by the time they get to the, doing the show or maybe, I don't know, maybe there's this particular reason for that. Who knows? But, um, but yeah, I think I'm just going to wrap this up for this week on Treks and Sci-Fi. It's been a kind of a disjointed weekend a little. Had to record this uh, in two parts, uh, but it was fun to see Avengers again. I, I did enjoy that. It, it, you know, that, that movie is just so great. And if you haven't seen it, go, go see it in the theater. It's worth definitely worth, really worth seeing in the theater. I just think it's a, one of the best finales to a, a series of movies I've ever seen. I've, no one's ever really done that before. You know, there's there's franchises, right? We have several franchise franchises out there like the bond series of movies and the and track and star wars star wars i guess is sort of a continuing story but not one as tightly woven and and interwoven and knit together as the marvel movies have done um there's really been never never been a movie series that's done anything like this before and i think it's i i have to you know hats off to them and, and hand it to them for not only doing and, and pulling it all off but doing a great job in the process and really staying on target and focused and and, and I, I love the fact that they're they're you know doing well and making money and that it's that it's being appreciated you know it, it's funny over the years especially early in in early in, in my life where geek type tv and movies wasn't as out there as much or popular they never really did that well at the box office i mean there were exceptions like the star trek movies star wars and a few other things alien and that but now it's uh, you know it's a lot of the movies we get and uh, and and they're um, they're you know they do really generally do very very well which it's interesting how the audience has obviously shifted to uh, to embrace all this so uh, people always say and complain that there's oh there's too much sci-fi or fantasy or or comic book movies but I mean they're making a lot of money so hey good for them and uh, that and that's going to keep uh, that's going to mean we're going to keep getting them for a while. So uh, that's it folks. Uh this is I'm going to sign off. Uh if you want to support the podcast, patreon.com/treksandsci-fi is the best way to do that. Uh you can always email me at treksf@gmail.com. We have a Facebook group, join that if you'd like. And uh yeah, that's about it. Uh next week will probably be a guest cast cuz next weekend I will be, uh, for at least one of the days of the weekend, I will be at the Motor City Comic Con in uh, Novi, Michigan. It's not really in Detroit. It's it's in one of the suburbs of Detroit. It's out in Novi, Michigan. And uh, if you um, happen to be there, drop me a note. Maybe we can meet up. I've met a few other people that listen to the podcast there over the years. I'm going to go with my older son, who's uh, heavy into the comics these days. So we're both, he's going to meet, um, he bought an extra little thing to meet Jim Lee, Get some autographs from Jim Lee, who's the one of the upper-level guys at DC Comics these days. He used to work at Marvel and then Image Comics and now at DC. So Jim Jim Lee's a great guy, great uh, storyteller, great artist, and he's going to be at Motor City Comic Con, which I don't think has ever happened before, so that's cool. And uh, looking forward to that next weekend very much. So uh, everyone take care. Enjoy your week. Uh, I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks after next week's guest cast. 
it will be uh, in two weeks, which I think will be Memorial Day weekend. I will be doing a video cast on about on and about the Motor City Comic Con like I typically do. So look forward to that and look forward to talking to you again soon, folks. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. This has been a Rico Dusty Podcast production.